0: You go. I'm gonna let you pull us in on an episode. Whatever we're in this thing, I will always do it. Well, just that <laughs> is that the start.
1: So I've like put the tables on. You've already <laughs> <fuck> it. You. <laughs> Straight in. <laughs> episode
0: ninety nine. Uh,
1: but 2023's kind of turned out to be the year of the returning guest, really, isn't it?
0: It's good. I like getting returning. Que- uh, I said a couple of episodes ago that I like returning guests because you always get a- the chance to ask questions that you didn't, didn't ask the first didn't time. Didn't ask the first time around. And I can assure there's a few
1: tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Smarty back on. Um, we said to Fraser, we've actually we've actually became Murray's biggest boxing podcast or right. And it's not just because we're the only one. Um, <laughs> but uh, we said to Fraser uh, a month ago, two months ago, when he was on, hmm. that he had a bit of a kind of whirlwind. Twelve months since the last time we'd spoke hmm. to him, and I would probably say that applies to yourself as well. Yeah. Um the last time that we spoke, you were due to fight like two weeks or maybe three weeks out from that would
2: have been was that last August that we I was on here last time. It might have even been May. <coughs> because I think, I think the was fight had just been cancelled or something like that. hmm Oh fuck guy, that's right. Um I was due to fight in oh, I'm confusing myself here. <laughs> when did I when was on here last time?
0: I think about I think about July August time, last year.
1: Well, a fact check us. Yeah, I'll look the episode up. Episode fifty one. Episode fifty one. To scroll through Spotify. You were right though. It was one of the last episodes on YouTube before they kept sending me I emails. Think,
2: I think um, if it was earlier than June. I was meant to fight at the beach ballroom, and ah, that the show Aber- got cancelled. Um it was something to do with, with Fight Zone, the T V channel and then whichever promoter was putting on. It wasn't anything really to do with, Opponents with my team MLL, or, right, yeah. or yeah. that. I think it was um I fight fight zone fight zone issue that cancelled that show. And then I went and fought Paul Diaz in September September, was it? September yeah. in Inverness yeah. and beat him and that was through to the final, which was meant to be in December.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the Elgin show.
2: The Elgin show, we was that. Shambles. Talked about that
1: as well, didn't we? Mm-hmm. About um, the Scottish title fight being in Elgin, and that came to fruition with yourself. And, Fraser. and it was
2: it was going to be a double header in Elgin um, for the Scottish title. And then obviously the Monday of the fight, the British Boxing Board of Control contacted me and my manager and said, "This isn't this isn't sorted. Basically, there's no way it's going to be sorted. So you can't fight." Like I mean, and that- to be honest i the it was to do with my uh, MRI scan really, and they had i had the scan done i think on the twenty fourth of November, and they had had my results for i think eleven or twelve days before they contacted us and said anything about it that's not so i don 't know if I would have been able to get it sorted, but if they'd told us, if they told me when when they got the results, then it might have been uh, a different story. I,
1: something could have been done about it. How, that, I can't believe the amount of frustration that must have like ran through you at that point, because that, like, that was going to be the biggest night of your career, wasn't it? It, you know w- I mean? it would have been,
2: yeah. And then, obviously... If not, that if that show had happened, then nothing that would have happened after that could ever top be that. as big as that. Yeah,
3: yeah. But
2: like, now, now nothing... Now, even now, nothing, if anything happened, it's never going to be as big as that because, like, the Scottish title's already been won in Elgin, so
1: yeah. And I know, obviously, like, I'm sure you were proud of Fraser getting the oh, job done and everything yeah, like yeah. that, but there must have been a part of you because were you in his corner that night as well, or were you just, yeah, I was yeah, down in the corner, yeah. There must have been a part of you that was just like, like where's my chance to do this? Because obviously, it's just,
2: ah, it, it is what it is. Um, to be honest, in my boxing career, I've not been the most lucky, mm. I've been really. Unlucky with like, fights being cancelled right? and like opponents pulling out and stuff like that. I even I had to pull out of a fight in June because I got knocked over by a cart at work and got <laughs> concussions. Jesus. Jesus, man. Jesus, man. So it's yeah. not the
0: kind of sport you get into for getting lucky. It's, it's not a. It's, you've got to be, be. Through speaking to yourself and Ratchet and Fraser, you've got to kind of be fooling with this sport. There's no mm. like.
1: Um, no stone unturned, as as they say, like, um, Supposed to, like, test your character in life, Outside mm-hmm. of it as well, right? Like, a lot of people will be through that type of stuff, whatever it's comparable to in their life, and be like, oh, I'm just gonna give up on that, or I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, yep. to yeah. go again, you know, it's a, what does it say, rise up? The, th-
0: the, the only thing I can ever compare it to in my life, and I'm, I've never done anything physical, is, I've, I've run a marathon before, and I was in really good, really good physical shape, but I just mentally wasn't there and f- fucked me. About 18, yeah. 19 miles into that marathon, I didn't prepare for it. And I suppose it can kind of, y- you can go and put in all the work and the hours in the gym, but if you aren't there, and yeah, focused, exactly pre- prepared yeah. mentally. That's when, you,
2: that's when, especially in boxing, it's when you switch off. Yeah. When you switch mm-hmm. off, you get hurt.
1: And it's like, obviously as well, the the kind of physical element, but also people that have bought tickets to come and see you and things like that, having mm-hmm. to like break the news to them. Luke, we're like, what, four or five days away from...
2: You know, a really big event, really I was I was fortunate enough that I as soon as I found out, I phoned around the messaged around all the people who'd bought tickets for me, which was hundreds. Yeah. There was like nearly nearly five hundred folk in that in the town hall. But thankfully, most of them, if not all of them, bar a couple, still wanted to go.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Actually which, like which kept was, the atmosphere fine, together yeah. as well,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. And like even you know, like Fraser you know, by the way it was set up, he w- would have won before you anyway and still became the, the first champion from the area, yeah, but like... but you count m- it as the same because it yeah, was... Yeah, exactly, the same, right, the same yeah. card, but it's still like a massive moment for the area, right? Like, having a pro... Like, that's unheard of up here. I think we mentioned that last mm-hmm. time. Like, what did you compare it to other than like a big football match coming up here? It's um, probably the biggest sporting event uh, that like uh, yes, this it's area's uh, had. It's, it's, it's,
0: there's no other bigger sporting event in, in this area. It's, it's, it's it doesn't, go- uh,
2: the, doesn't get the recognition that yeah. it probably deserves
0: I think the equivalent of something like that happening up here
2: th- I don't think there is a comparison is there
1: and well I think like we appreciate it more because because it's like this area is always classed as remote and rural mm. and all that like the likes mm. of yourself Fraser, Aiden, Stephen and that always get like a really great support no matter where you go mm. right like yeah. Aidan's been to like everywhere Wales, uh, down south and all that like, kind of stuff right, as well I'm,
0: I'm, I'm sorry to pull it back but you're talking about two very real sports in boxing and MMA, mm-hmm. right? You've had multiple kickboxing world champions and taekwondo world champions and all sorts of, I'm not calling them fake sports, but sports are easier easier to achieve in. To have champions in MMA and boxing is pretty rare because it, they're two very difficult, tough sports. You know, it's, it's not like you can go in and break a heap of boards and get a fucking black belt in. <laughs> I am sorry, I I am I'm, I'm just kind of comparing it to what, what 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 I'm I'm seeing in Northern Scott back pages where you see kids with a medal that's three times bigger than them. Right, okay and things yeah. like that, you know I,
2: the Northern Scott I have to uh, Craig Craig Chris at the Northern Scott, he's he's been great. He like, yeah. every couple of months I get a There's a really good uh, write up on yeah, Facebook this say, week. It's, about, uh, yeah. it's in it's in the Northern Scott this um this Friday. Well Friday just gone. Yep, and <laughs> uh, my mum's bought about five copies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Northern Scott are always are always great. Craig gives me a call every couple of every couple of months and uh, mm-hmm. just talk about how things are going. Uh, even the Press and Journal, the boy um, Andy is it Andy? No, not Andy. Sean the Press and Journal. Um, oh yeah, he Aberdeen. follows the podcast. <laughs> Sean, Sean McCann, I guess? No, or Sean Wallace. Oh right, okay. Wallace. I it's think he's, he's based in Aberdeen because he he does work with right in Aberdeen because Northern Sporting Club obviously yeah I
1: because you're you're back there now obviously with Ratch taking a step back from the the program yeah, yeah.
2: I, was, I was well I was obviously always signed with the Northern Sporting Club mm. um, but yeah I'm getting coached there now as well
0: so we're moving from fight being cancelled
1: onto your next fight after
0: that which, which uh, was the you did Robbie get the Robbie wave. fight the Robbie wave wave in fight. The
1: March yeah and you were just kind of edged out in the scorecards razor thin really wasn't it
0: from what spe- controversial points
2: <sighs> most people if not everyone thought that I won <sighs> the fight if I'd hit him one more time to the body he was going down he wasn't getting back up I broke broke of his ribs apparently Jesus yeah. smashed him to bits Yeah, and then uh, so but I hope he watches this when you release it. I really do. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, it angered me the fact that he he beat me for the Scottish title when it should have been mine three months earlier. hmm. You said you were going to push for the
1: immediate rematch. Mm-hmm. What kind of happened there that didn't lead to that happening?
2: Yeah. He vacated his belt and retired. Right. And I
1: take, I say you didn't take very kindly to that. They that didn't really. give you that opportunity to.
2: Mm, he said he wanted first off we we're saying oh um they said that he wanted to fight in, in Edinburgh, closer to where he stays. It's fine, I'll fight him there. Yeah. Um I said I'll fight him anywhere. Anywhere, I'll go to his gym.
3: <laughs>
2: but then the next thing he's got all over Facebook that he's that he's hung hung up hung up sorry, hung up the gloves. So, but now he's looking like he's back into it and he's making a comeback, so
1: is he someone that you would like to fight again, just off that? So regardless of title or no title, fuck the
2: titles, yeah. right?
1: Fight him, yeah. Like, cause I mean, I said to Ratch when we had him on a uh, a few months back, like I seen like an interview that you did together, which was like pretty like cordial, right? It was at, um, was that his semi final that he'd won down in uh, was it Glasgow or Paisley uh, or Paisley.
2: Something? Yeah, we went down and watched that. Obviously, I'd fought a month a month earlier. Mhm, and like. That the height
1: difference was like quite like stark to me like he's, yep. a, he's a very big dude for that weight class <laughs> to be
2: honest that was it was just because I think it was the angle I was standing at because he, he's only an inch if that taller than me really
3: mm. it's, it it's man at like,
2: the camera angles yeah it does yeah. not do it justice yeah like. he's not that he's not that much he wasn't that much bigger
1: because you have you've uh, dropped the weight class since we've last spoke as well, right? You yeah. were fighting at welterweight, which is 147. 147, yeah. And so, super lightweight, 140. In, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So
2: before before lockdown, my, my career was at 140, and it was still going to be. I was on my way back down to that, yep. and then when I got the shout from my manager about this last man standing, there was meant to be another guy in it, but he decided he well he pulled out. So then I got the opportunity to go into this last man standing thing but yeah. it was at welterweight mm-hmm. um, but the opportunity was there so you had to, had to take it yeah
1: definitely so, is this the one that was on the Ricky Burns uh, no 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 That
2: was this was before this was last year oh right okay yeah and then so I fought welterweight fought uh, obviously Paul Diaz in Inverness went and fought Robbie Graham in March and then since then I wasn't even going to take a fight over the summer because I was just going to focus on work the track and get it um, just build it up Yep. Um and just work on work on the business. But uh, I got a call from my manager asking if I wanted to fight on the Ricky Burns undercard. I said, "Fucking right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly." Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're not going to turn, yeah, turn that down. Yeah,
2: never going to turn that down. It wasn't even a. It wasn't even. I didn't even stop and think. I says, "Aye, we're doing it." That was the first of September, so. Because it's a massive platform, right? Like, it was on exactly. the
1: BBCI player. Um, obviously, two legends I fighting could, in the main event. Couldn't
2: have been better. And then, obviously, just quite unfortunate how the fight went. <laughs> well.
1: To be honest, like we, like I said to you via message at the time, like we were, we were both watching. We were kind of texting back and forth. Yeah.
0: it was difficult and, to watch for us, mate. Just because, um, obviously, you yeah. you've
1: been a friend and things. It,
0: it, it, it's difficult. There was um, even
2: obviously there was even folk from Elgin there as well. Um, but the th- thing is, like you you'd have seen in the footage after the fight that I was complaining to the referee that I, yeah. I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Um, I was telling him that he didn't hit me. He's fine. I've not been hit. I'm fine. All this and then, so. Then one of the um officials from the board, Barry John, he was in the at the side of the ring, says, Right, just just go and watch the footage back and I was like, Ah, oh, right, okay. And I was raging and I went to, to get checked out by the paramedics. I went to another room and then um my manager was there and then the doctor and everything. I was like, I'm fine, I was still adamant I was I was fine and I hadn't been hit and I had no reason no idea why the ref was stopped fight. And then I was watching the footage back and I was like, Oh, he did hit me. Yeah. He did <laughs> But after obviously that between getting hit the first time and the referee stopping the fight, that's there's that's like a gap. Yeah, for you me. can't like, remember I, that, I can't yeah. remember that. Yeah. Um, but you can see in the footage, I got up and then like wanted to continue, but then that's clear now that that's just muscle memory. But, yeah. You See, even after the first knockdown, he knocked me down and I got tried to get up too quick. Yeah, yeah, because
1: yeah. yeah. that was scary. How, but like, quick you rose up. Mate, Aye, you I, I got
2: up and then keeled over again because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I wasn't on balance. But even if the referee had stopped it after that, it would have been, it would have been fair enough.
1: Yeah. Um. So the opponent that night, Martin Crossan, he was set seven and zero at the time. Seven yeah. I yeah. yeah. kind of question I want to ask is obviously like when you start your pro career, it's um, it's the slow building that in every boxer's career. Do you kind of feel like you're at like a a point in time now where like the quality of the opposition. It, like it's always going to be undefeated guys, guys that are, you know. Uh, I think the guy that you could be potentially f- uh, fighting in the final is a uh, Calvin McCord, and he's 13. I'm fighting and two. Him next. Yeah, semi final, rather. But um, mm-hmm. do you think like you're kind of past that point? It's only going forward now yeah, with guys of yeah, similar yeah, records. Yeah, it, and has,
2: that. it has to be like I could go and fight like a journeyman and mm-hmm. um, get a win, that's fine. But I'm not proving anything myself. No, like, after those like back to back losses, like. My, I was meant to fight in two weeks time but then that got cancelled mm-hmm. opponent pulled out um, and if I didn't if I didn't beat him then I was done yeah is that Xander like, um, Savage? Savage yeah he's 5-0 and oh, but um, like these kind of guys if I can't beat him then I'd have to, I would be finished yeah. mm-hmm. I said that to my manager and he kind of he agreed with me so if I didn't beat him then I'm finished so I suppose I kind of look at the same thing if I don't beat Calvin McCord then
1: yeah do you do you relish that kind of pressure i guess it's not even like pressure you're putting on yourself there right like if it's this one doesn't work out then then that's it i suppose
0: and how how long do you put that pressure on yourself so do you have you still got that pressure on yourself if you go and win the next five fights you're still thinking if ever
2: ever lose the next one I'm done it depends it uh yeah i mean if I obviously if I do lose the next one, I have to have, to have a serious think about yeah. where I'm going with my with my career. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I win the next one, then obviously the final is a big a big one as well. Yeah. Win the mm-hmm. final, then that o- that'll open up opportunities. Opportunities.
1: So did you just say that the Xander
2: Savage fight? That's off. That's yeah, no longer off. happening. Yeah.
1: So if you just won by him pulling out and getting through the semi final, or you, is there Pretty another? Much. Yeah. Oh well, awesome.
2: So well, I was scheduled to fight him on twenty seventh on the twenty seventh for a couple of Fridays time. Because I was about to say that turnaround. Because if you'd won, it, obviously when you would
1: have won that, December second was the semi yeah, final right, yeah. which is a so really a quick, quick term, turnaround. Yeah, so. so it was like four weeks. And plus, Calvin's already won his quarterfinal, right? So it was well, there wasn't
2: any other quarterfinals. Really? So how did, there how was did, five fighters. Okay. And then they just they made me versus Savage, the quarterfinal to then just make the four. Okay, so it's like So it's essentially the same as last year except there was an extra it was an extra fighter. But the rest of them, the the other four, they're all kind of fighters. So I'm the only Northern Sporting Club.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh I know there was one guy on the other semi final that I'd, I'd heard you talk about before, um, Kyle Boyd. Oh yeah. The, uh, He's had a brilliant run. Mm-hmm. He's just won a title recently as he well. Did. He did. He yeah.
2: beat he just beat Calvin McCord over mm-hmm. ten rounds in London at a charity uh charity show.
1: Did I seen because um, was he? He fought Robbie that semi-final, didn't he? That yeah. you were at, and uh, I remember you were talking about. Has Kyle tried to play some mind games or something like that? And you weren't, you weren't too impressed at his
2: attempts at trying to. Aye, um, he he just they were just posting some shite on social media. It wasn't, it wasn't great. Aye, so, yeah. I mean, that's the. Do you think like people that are kind of? N- it wasn't like
1: it wasn't like good crack. It was just aye. It was almost like. Kind of gone too far, or yeah.
2: But when when Kyle Boyd and Robbie fought, immediately after the fight, I thought Kyle Kyle looked like he won it. But then I thought it was it was close. It was close. Um It was all square in my opinion going into the last round, and it's just what obviously the referee preferred.
1: Yeah, and they got boxings it's not black and white is it? it's very subjective right people like different things um in terms of like stuff that kind of happens outside of the ring where maybe people take like shit talk for lack of a better term too far do you think that's like being impacted by like all the kind of you know hate to bring up of, we kind of you know we're just off the back of a pretty kind of big clown show last night right like um <laughs> Yeah, I personally didn't pay for it. Someone Muggins had it. A- I fucking paid oh, for it. Thoughts for review, but
2: <laughs> fucking hell! Like the, I was, the fights there were there were even fights up till like the, the they were not they weren't good. Yeah, they were entertainment. There was actually one of the guys, Dean the Great.
1: Yeah, that fight was called rare. out.
2: He was actually good. And then he called out Tank Davis and Ryan oh. Garcia after the fight. <laughs> Bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then uh, Dylan Dannis and Logan Paul, oh my what God. the actual yeah. fuck?
1: Like we were just talking outside, and I was like, if I could say anything to Dylan Dannis, would be please get help, yeah, yeah like, or, that, the rehab like, or something. The way man. that that guy's acting and everything, like trying to fight with the security and yeah, it's like that is that is just not normal behavior. Plus all the stuff that he's he's done outside of it as well, and I find it kind of ironic as well that like he tried to like take. Logan Paul down and he tried to choke him and he couldn't even do
2: that and it's like uh, it's quite funny there's heaps of people talking about it on like Twitter and stuff today like Dylan Danis is meant to be this top level grappler um, and then he tried to take Logan Paul down and he stuffed the taker yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly mean, <he> hammer him <laughs> on the ground and I was like what is going on
1: and then the main event was even better grappling right because it yeah. was like 95%
2: clinch I actually seen something before I came that was like they counted up how many clinches there was in the in however many rounds. Was it six rounds, I think. Six, six rounds. Yeah, it was like I can't remember eighty something. That's madness. Like, but I remember watching it thinking, what the? They were like as soon as they were separating, they were coming in again and yes. just clinching. Yeah. Tommy Fury can box, right? Mm-hmm. He's good. He's a good boxer and he's got a really strong jab. But where the fuck was it last night? Yeah, yeah. he was
1: just kind of leading with right hands and everything, weren't they? Kind of yeah, clashing of. But we were just saying as well before,
0: like
2: um, how can, whether or not it was, fixed or or, and that's like,
1: like a legitimate question, right? Because some of these things you just I get how, skeptical. How can like, and
2: and John Fury? They've made him into a character.
1: Yeah, that's not John
2: <laughs> Fury. They've just that's that's purely scripted. Yeah. But how can Tommy Fury, if he was if it was fixed, or but his brother is literal heavyweight champion of the world. One of the greatest and then of all time. He is making a mockery of the sport,
1: and he can't go back to like the traditional pro ranks after this. Like, he, I well, that's mean, what
2: he said he was doing after the fight. He says, "I'm done uh, with this shit." I, just, I,
1: I don't see how he can, because like at the end of the day, regardless of how it was, let's just say it was legit. Let's just give them benefit of the doubt. That has not helped his stock whatsoever in those <laughs> I don't, two I fights. Don't know, but
0: see if you're a see if you're an up and coming boxer and he is going back to the pro ranks. You're looking at that Tommy Fury fight with fucking dollar signs in your eyes because you're going to get a big payday and you're going to spark him out.
1: But is he does he like gain star power from fighting those guys? Because a lot of the time he's making money because it's all these yeah. kids on the internet that are watching. Yeah,
0: the... that's that's pretty much what it is. As it says, Yeah, I think he's gonna get sp- I'm gonna, Put a prediction that within the next 18 months he's gonna get hurt by someone like
2: if he steps up and fights someone, yeah. yeah. Like if he he won, did he win though? No, yeah. That's what people are saying. Um but Cause you would expect someone of
1: his um pedigree of training with some of the best fighters in the world, he's been in Tyson's camps and everything to murder one of these dudes inside like a round or two right
2: these ksi doesn't have an amateur experience or or anything like fair enough he's got like basic skill a lot of the guys had like the basic the basic skill Mm -hmm. but fury should be going in and just ruining these guys yeah yeah and just
0: you can throw in any name though and it's it's interesting you can throw in absolutely any name you can say like oh, Dennis Rodman's going to fight fucking... <laughs> he would as well. You know, you can say, you can, you can you literally mention any name, and you are be like, I'd probably pay to see Tommy Fury yeah, fight him. Like, I know, it's
1: it's such a... Because I, I said to myself last night, I was like, I'm not watching this, Um, and someone messaged me, I was like, are you coming up for a, a beer? We've got it on for free, and I'm like, am I really yep. going uh, to... <laughs> I wasn't going
2: to watch it, and then I was s- sat at home at quarter to seven, and I was like, went on to the app on the I was
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay no one's got to know
1: um so by the way with the zone as well like i can't believe that was an app that was marketed as getting rid of the pay-per-view model that fans were going to be able to see more fights yeah for like a fairer mm. price and now they're wanting a subscription on top of her pay-per-view you can't even buy the pay-per-view without having to have a disowned subscription first so yeah um
0: pass all over. i'm gonna yeah. kind of put us onto something a bit more positive
1: <laughs> <laughs> get the negative view
0: um what was, what was it like getting ready to fight in the Brayhead Arena? Smarty? Because that's a big arena, it's like it five, five, 6,000 people.
2: Yeah, it was it was good. Um obviously I went down for the weigh in and the the public weigh in and um the like the face face offs after the weigh in, um which was good. I'd never done something to that on that level before, yeah. on that magnitude. Um and then just basically went back to my hotel, refueled, rehydrated. Then the next day, I met met my coaches, um, just at the arena. And got some food with them, and then we just chilled out and just got ready for the.
0: Do you get to go like down into the ring and things like that? You... Well,
2: by the time we got there, the doors were starting to well, the doors had opened. They were starting to people were starting to get in, so didn't really have much time to. I couldn't. Well, I, could, I couldn't go and have yeah. walk around the ring, but I had to walk around like the. The seating area and that on the outside, mm-hmm. um, just kind of pictured how it was going to. Do you get like, when it comes to like these type of like
1: big events, is there any extra nerves that's like added to it or are you like quite just like business as usual? Yeah, not really. Mm.
2: You don't seem like the I, kind of guy that I, gets phased by I much. I don't really like my first ever contest was uh, in Elgin in front of the, the home crowd and I was the first one on in the whole show was nah, my and first in 2009. And at the deep end. I was 15. I was the first one on. So I, since then, it's
1: just been fine. What about like in the lead up to fights? Do you get to like... Is there that much footage that you can like watch? Is there you a guy that would like to see footage of opponents and break it down with coaches? Yeah,
2: I, I do like to... But unfortunately, in the last one, there there I in my hotel room the night before, I did watch it. I had to force myself to watch it because it was shot like from down here through the second rope. Mm. Mm -hmm. Not a good angle. So, yeah, that was his, when he won the Scottish title. Okay. So, watch that.
0: And it is, we're we're kind of speaking a little bit about Fraser as well. I think it's probably the biggest Scottish boxing card there's been ever.
2: Possibly, yeah. Uh It was all Scotland v Scotland. There's been big cards in Scotland before, but it's always been, like, against... Opponents, or yeah, but then that was all about Scottish boxing. Like the first four or five fights were like young prospects fighting their like learning fights, getting in, and then the three main fights were was all Scotland v Scotland. I think uh, it was
1: kind of cool to see like two generations, box because Willie Limond obviously boxed in the main event, and his son was on the undercard, I believe, yeah. as well. Yeah. Um At this stage. Because, like, one thing I was going to ask you, because I thought that October 27th was still happening, Um, I take it activity is just the most important thing for you at this point. Obviously, having yeah. the kind of rotten luck over the last couple of years of whether yeah. it be the pandemic when you just started and the pros, people pulling out shows and all the other kind of red tape that's yeah. been getting in the way, I take it it's just literally let's get fights in as quick as we can. Yeah, there's
2: no point in, because i mean 29. I'm getting to the, the latter stages of my career as a as a professional boxer so you can't you can't stop moving mm-hmm. so
1: is is it still scottish title or is it get to the scottish title and see where i go from there like where how does it kind of look longer term
2: well this this uh tournament could open the door for some for some big for some big fights mm-hmm. um the other semi final has just been announced that it's going to be for the vacant celtic title all right okay so, so the final could potentially have two belts on the line, possibly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends if they if the, I I don't know I have no idea if they're thinking about it. But if they make like my me versus Calvin for some kind of title, then the winner would then fight for both of them as well. I don't I really don't know how it works. I'd have to. D- I was d- going to work. Sorry.
1: Is the is the final got a venue or a date yet? Or I
2: believe it's in the DoubleTree Hilton in Glasgow.
1: 'Cause um obviously the the one that you were meant to have in a couple of weeks' time, that was that was an area in Glasgow as well, a red and then The,
2: the um Crown Plaza. Crown
1: Plaza and it was Paisley Hall or something. Was Paisley, the? Yeah, the
2: Paisley Lagoon Centre. That's where um Boyd and Graham fought last year when I went to see.
1: So what's it like being back in the in the Northern Sport Gym? Like you said, they've always been your promoter, right? Yeah. But you did go back uh, to Elgin Boxing Club the last time Can you
0: tell us as well what's the main differences between that and Elgin Boxing Club
2: Uh, Yeah so the main difference is like in in Elgin like it's the classes from certain time to certain time and you go in everyone does the warm up everyone so it's it's all a structured class it's the way like Ratch Ratch runs it in Aberdeen they open the gym at 5 o'clock and it closes at 8 so you just you kind of you come and go. You can do you could just come in and you obviously you get told what to do by the coaches, but like they're not controlling the whole class. So like maybe one of the coaches would be running sparring, um, and then you would once you finish sparring, they say right, going away and do the bag, do six threes in the bag, sort of thing. So it's just structured that way, as opposed to like it's it's different. Yeah. It's not like better or worse or either. It's just. Just a different way to do it, which is good. And I suppose, like, Northern Sports probably, I don't want to say it's more
1: tailored toward pros, right? But there's, um, you know, Fraser's mentioned that there's a lot more guys in there, whereas obviously at Elgin, it was, you know, you, uh, him, uh, young Lucas, and yeah. uh, Corey Rizza, and uh, Meg, and, you know, the, the likes. So I, I, I take it as like the quality of sparring better and things like that without, like, being disrespectful to the people that go to Elgin uh, and that as well.
2: no, you, you mean you get good sparring. I get really, really good sparring in Elgin and and Aberdeen. Yeah, um, yeah. I can't really, I can't really um, say one's better better than the other. Are
1: they, are they unique to each other though? Do you like learn different things from the the different areas?
2: Oh, definitely. There's different different styles of coaching, and obviously you got all the the boxers through there, all the guys that you see. You see, it's different watching all them sparring because, like in Elgin, I see everybody sparring there, yeah. but then through in Aberdeen. It's always it's always different, mm-hmm. different guys.
1: Where's like the furthest that you've went for like sparring? Because Fraser, like when we spoke to him, he's been traveling. He obviously went to Mexico recently yeah. as well, right, for a, a kind of mini camp they had out there. Where's like the furthest that you've went?
2: Well, I was meant to go down with them at St Helens last year. But obviously, yeah. work. You're a business got, owner at the same time, got, right? Yeah, got in the way of that. Um, but I went down to down to Glasgow. We've been we go all over the country, really. Yeah. For, what do, we th- what do you think about
1: Fraser obviously becoming champion but he obviously had um, the rematch which he, you know, kind of one of the, the best fights that I've seen at a, like a local level um, or nation level I should say he seems like a very kind of level headed guy and a very kind of speaks very well for someone that's still so young right, yeah. he's still only mm-hmm. 22 as we, we keep mentioning on here I think it would have been easy for someone like him to because he's a guy that you can tell is ambitious right, you can tell as soon yeah. as he comes in he yeah, wants yeah. to go the furthest he can as quick as possible, right? Yeah. And we were saying, Oh, well,
0: I, 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 we found out the first time, but we also said the second time he came on that it's like, right, he's got a focus, it's the next fight, you just do what he's told. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. we're in, he's in a program essentially now, um does what he's told on the next one, on the next one, rather than thinking, This is where I need to be in five fights time, this is where I need to be in ten fights time. So, I, I agree with you, but I think between the first and the second one he definitely changed
1: 100% but yeah. like that's going to happen with like life experience as yeah. as, as yeah. these fights are and going <clears> to <throat> Mexico but um, we were kind of saying to him that because we're asking the difference between Ratch and obviously Davey now who he's with and we were kind of like saying is it good that like someone's kind of trying to rein that in a little bit from him right because yeah. he was a would you even say like that that Scottish title fight that he won in Elgin do you think that was maybe even a couple of fights too early before he should have been taking a fight like that right because he just kind of burst onto the pro scene and
2: not yeah, like five I six fights out like, year? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But obviously he got the opportunity, so he, he had to he had to take it. Yeah, they don't come around. Then he, bo- he boxed brilliant, boxed brilliant. Clearly, clearly won the fight, uh, and then obviously the rematch. I was in the corner for that as well. Um, first round, first round, he got put down mm-hmm. just as the bell went, wasn't it? And then basically just as the bell went for the second round, he came out and then knocked down, yeah, knocked down, Corey
1: down yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think Do you think there'll be a trilogy down the line? We did ask him, but he was kind of keeping his cards close to his chest yeah, there, at the time. There
2: will be. There will be. Yeah. There, will be.
0: There's got to there be, has to be. There, there's got to be. If not, I, f- I feel when there's not the trilogy fight, there's always the question of the trilogy fight. Yeah. So you, you've got Corey to... just
2: fought last weekend, though. Yeah, he got... just
1: came up short. He was down in Sheffield or something yeah. like
2: that. Yeah. Fighting uh, a guy, Junaid Bostan or something like that. Big, big puncher. He's like 6-0, six, oh, six knockouts.
3: Yeah,
1: and I suppose they're both they're both connect fighters as well in it, so it should be like quite a. It would be an easy fight easy to make. Easy fight to make, yeah. 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 And like, yeah, I mean, that's
2: Corey and Fraser, Corey and Fraser have been sparring in the. Yeah, they've, they've sparred uh, to help Corey with his fight. Yeah, because um, the
1: trainers are quite good for him. Well, I know. Uh, Shug, yeah. yeah, Ratch and Shug uh, are good mates as well. Like, but um, yeah, Shug's a good guy. Uh, I think. If I remember correctly, he might have liked the Fraser post last time because I do remember. Like, I didn't see recognize the name, and I clicked on it, and then I seen like posts about Corey. I thought "Oh, it must be his, his uh, his head coach." Um, should we get onto some boxing talk? Because we're we're always trying to get oh, uh, talking about. Uh,
0: I, I, I try to go through an MMA or a boxing podcast with one awkward question. So I've got one awkward question for Sparty. Okay. can we just
1: can we just say like? Yeah. And, and to your credit, like this is, um, we seen last night yeah. on that kind of clown fest show that some people that lost didn't take it very well and acted in a very mm-hmm. unprofessional manner mm. right it's not a good example to show um i mean it's just it's just he was robbed like, though <laughs> <laughs> but, but like <laughs> it like it's just a bit vain and it's not a good example to accept but one thing that i actually i'm quite surprised about having like now kind of spoke to a few that are involved in the combat sports game is a lot of you guys i don't want to say you don't take yourselves too seriously but you're you're kind of you know willing to say something in like an awkward moment so when we uh, were messaging back and forth just after the the martin crossing fight had happened you just simply messaged there's the answer to lee's Mm. question i was (laughs) like i don't know how to respond to that (laughs) (laughs) this guy makes me feel awkward all the time i'm gonna ask it i'm like look if someone Mm. happens to you i'm not responsible
0: no it's just kind of off the back of what what smarty had said and i know how like i know the skills you guys have gained over years of spending in the gym and things like Mm. that and for example i didn't this is not going to happen because it's not, but if things weren't to go right in your next fight, and you thought right that's it, would you ever be interested in bare knuckle boxing for like five to ten grand a fight?
2: <laughs> it's quite funny to say that I've been watching quite a lot quite a lot of it yeah, um, but I mean it's not really up here no there's not the like the there's not a the market for it up yeah. here.
1: Yeah. The weird thing about it is, it seems like the kind of happy. You know how like they're always trying to put MMA and boxing against mm-hmm. each other. It does kind of seem like it kind of works both ways. And there's boxers that have had success, and there's MMA guys that have had success in it as well. So it's
2: it's it's boxing. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing, the thing with bare knuckle boxing, like everyone's went full circle. When boxing first started, they didn't use gloves. Gloves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the 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 sorry the deaths in boxing went up when they introduced gloves yeah, yeah. because before nobody went to the head because they break their hands yeah 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 so when they introduced the gloves the hands were more padded so then they were more inclined to go to the head yeah well that's
1: the thing like um i think my cousin of mine was trying to he was trying to show me this conspiracy theory about you know the the Deontay wilder claim that tyson fury had like pulled the glove down a little oh, bit right, and right. And I was like, that doesn't benefit him whatsoever, though. I was like, that puts him at more of a disadvantage because there's less padding yeah. around his hand. Like, a padding on a boxing glove is not to protect someone's face. You know yeah. what I and mean?
2: To have the gloves, because pro- professional gloves are laced up. Mm-hmm. They're laced up mm-hmm. tight. And to have them down where his they claim his hands was would basically be right in the laces, which then wouldn't give his fingers any when your hands are in the gloves you can move your fingers up and you can move your thumbs but if they were where they're claiming them to be his hands would be basically tied and taped like that solid yeah so it, it would be impossible to and you've got to remember like
1: deontay wilder came out with some wild claims ah, and yeah, yeah. Then, you know the suit was too heavy you um but would it would it ever be of interest to you
2: uh, not really. No, to be honest. I do. I do like I would get. A, I think about it, and I probably would get a buzz from it. But I suppose there's like a,
1: a period of time that you've got to <laughs> stop yourself, right? Well, with
2: with bare knuckle boxing, that just opens the door to cuts, exactly. And yeah, everything. Yeah. And I've got a daughter at home, mm-hmm. so I can't really be.
1: Like I, I think I've seen. I'm follow like a lot of boxing history pages, and it was talking about this uh, guy that turned pro at 13, which. You know 20th century like the start of like that I 1900 miss. to 1918 is undefeated for its brutality he turned pro at 13 and then by the time they show the photo of him like I don't know yeah, no, I Wayne, think I, I think and then that. him at 23 and it oh my god like it looks like he looks like a completely different person the guy um, actually died at 25 I think he committed suicide or something right because he took yeah, so much head CT. trauma yeah, yeah. CTE exactly Um last time I actually listened to our conversation uh, back in last year last night and um, we were talking about the potential of Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou kind of thinking it was like a pipe dream and it mm-hmm. wouldn't happen now it's two, now weeks it's happened. Now, two weeks time from uh, now I, I personally think I, this does not go more than four rounds in my well, opinion we've like, got an interest I,
2: I wouldn't be surprised if it was cancelled if it was called off because obviously the Usyk, Usyk, Usyk fight has yeah. now just been so why would Fury risk an injury Risk, yeah exactly I thought. I mean, it, everyone's you, got a puncher's chance, and Ngannou hits pretty hard. Yeah. So w-
0: why would he even risk? I thought it was just Saint Ryan. I just think it's a bit like a sparring opponent for him. He's taking
2: in a probably sparring. will be. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. just be a glorified sparring session. Yeah, they yeah. might think might
1: have like a gentleman's agreement of being like, "I won't hurt you, you won't hurt me." Sound <laughs> like? But I, like I
0: Fury,
2: Fury's another one. Tyson Fury, if like if if it does if if he struggles then it's fixed
1: yeah like there's, this is a lose there's, lose there's for him, no yeah. there's
2: no there's no way
1: yeah it's like if he absolutely bulldozes him you're meant to do that if, if there's any sign of success which there won't be like i just i cannot see it unless like you said there is like some kind of you know a brown envelope went somewhere yeah. and been like you know but uh i just with fury man like he is such a special talent, right? and I think he like he beats them all. I think I think the Usyk fight's a really good fight, to be honest. Um,
2: I think Usyk beats him. Yeah, but I, I think it's, it's
1: because a Usyk's a more active fighter and stuff mm. like that as well. Obviously, because he's a cruiserweight that's went up to heavyweight. And
0: I think it also just because he's a fucking madman. But yeah. you think about yeah. Usyk?
2: He had about three hundred and fifty amateur wins with only yeah, a handful a of, of experience, losses. Yeah, and he was a double Olympic gold medalist and undisputed. Undefeated cruiserweight world champion, and now one belt away from under undis, undisputed undefeated heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, and he's also whooping Russians in his spare time.
0: Oh, <laughs> without getting <laughs> political, but um,
2: as like, and Terence Crawford uh, as well. He he's just double double undisputed champion. That yeah. is just phenomenal. I do have
1: a question about him uh, later about a fight that he's uh, kind of clamoring for, but. Um, with the Fury as well, it always seems to be anytime that he's kind of struggled with someone like the Steve Cunningham fight, it's always someone that's been a bit more kind of mm. sm- shorter, shorter, stark yeah, and stuff South like ball. that. Yeah. Um, obviously the Wilder fight, but, you know, that's the guy that has like a bazooka of a right hand, yeah. right? So, uh understandable. But yeah, like I don't see why this is going to be or how this can be like a serious fight because if it's happening in the 23rd of December and like, you know, the Middle East, if they say it's happening, it's, it's happening, it's you know what I mean? It's happening. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. So, they're not going to be like, look... Because even if Tyson goes and smokes him in a round, there's still a risk he would break his hand or, or someone along yeah, the lines exactly. of that. And this is a fight, not just Fury and Usyk, but the undisputed fight, which people have been clamouring for for like six years, has been undisputed, Joshua Wilder. There hasn't <laughs>
2: been... Well, Lennox Lewis, Lennox last, Lewis was last undisputed. one. yeah. But that, even then, that was in the three-belt era. Now there's obviously there's a four. Because the WBO has now upgraded to... Because there's, a, is
1: there not a fifth one as well that they don't class in the that? IBO? IBO, yeah. And obviously you've got like, is Fury not the the lineal and ring magazine? Yeah, the as ring well.
2: magazine. The, like, if you're the lineal champion, you're regarded as the, the yeah the man. The, who one be, be, the yeah, no matter like what other belts you've got. Do you think that? Do you like multiple
1: belts, or do you think that just makes everything too complicated?
2: Well, it's 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 one of these things. Like, if there was just one belt per weight division, there would be so there'd be so few title fights. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be so much harder for someone to make up. To push. get to get there. Yeah. And mm. it's because like the UFC, for example, is is the top. So if you're the UFC champion, you're the number one in the world. Yep. But in pro boxing it's like the governing because UFC is essentially a governing body. Yeah, it's, it's interesting and you say that because in pro sorry. boxing the governing bodies there's the, well, the four four main ones. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's I interesting
0: you say that because UFC have now got started doing stupid things like the BMF title just because they've got to put on so many title fights yeah, a year exactly, because right. of the TV contracts.
2: The I think one of the boxing ones, the WBA, they had. Three world champions for one weight division. Oh, there was the yeah. regular, cha- well actually no four, because there was the intern world champion, the regular world champion.
1: Do you like a silver one or something as well, do
0: they not? The super, yeah
2: super world champion.
0: What do you think out of the three organizations holds the most claw?
2: The WBC. Yeah. yeah. The green and gold belt. That's what people, they that's like regarded as the one above the rest. And they're all, I mean, they're all essentially the same. I think the WBC there's more prestige to it. Yeah, it's the first one thing I think
1: of when I think of boxing. Yeah, but um, I'm Teddy Atlas. I think he described it really well. He said the UFC is a dictatorship, Mm -hmm. right? So like, there's a good and a bad side to that because in one way, there's guys that are clearly not the reason that Francis is fighting Tyson Fury is because when he was the champion, he was making like three hundred grand, which I know like a lot of people like that's a lot of money, but but compared compared to to like elite athletes in other sports it's peanuts right so there's that element to it but there's also the kind of good side of it of there can't be any kind of political games that comes into the sport people have to like you said with the one belt that forces fighters to actually you have to fight this yeah. guy because there is only one belt whereas i guess that's the kind of flip side to boxing that there's so many belts people can be world champions and i don't have to fight that guy you know what i mean like yeah terence crawford earl spence how long did that take to come about you know and it's quite also funny, in,
2: the, the spence crawford uh, on my way down to Glasgow, I was listening to Fraser's first... I'd listened to both of them on the mm-hmm. way down, uh, and he was on about, I think it was his, must have been his first one, that he said, one of you's asked him about Spence Crawford, and he says, that'll never happen. That fight'll <laughs> never happen. <laughs> and, and then, like, then I was watching four. it, and I texted him as I listened to it, and I was like, that fight'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: um, that was... That was kind of unbelievable, that really, wasn't it? I thought it was yeah, going to be way more... Just, com- but
2: that's just the level of Terence Crawford, really, isn't it? just, yeah.
0: Do you think he is a pound for a pound?
2: 100%. He should be... If he's not, he's number yeah. one. Yeah. I think like
0: De- he is, though, I like he? Devin Haney. Like, Devin Haney's a man. Uh, it's just a personal favourite. I don't know.
1: He, he's good. That was a very close fight with Lomachenko last yeah. one, though. But then, uh, I don't know, like...
2: I'm not a huge Haney fan, just,
1: to be just, honest. Just, just like him. He's just a wee bit different. He's... um said a couple of controversial things but i'll, I'll yeah. leave it at that mm. <laughs> um, and i don't know what it is but it, i no. need to
0: also ask uh, Smart about this guy that you haven't heard of this guy is
1: absolutely smoking people but before you do that do you want me to turn the heating off i kind of feel like it's getting a bit yeah. clammy in here right cool
0: so uh have you heard of a guy called a uh, called moses tauma uh, Hev- uh, The yeah, heavyweight, heavyweight yeah. guy so i've just i was doing a bit of research on this guy earlier on he's five and oh and they reckon like he is the next big heavyweight to come out of the UK. Um, they reckon that this guy could potentially be pushed into a title shot before the age of twenty to try and beat Tyson's record.
2: I just uh, confused myself there. I was waiting to say I thought I'd watched his fight and then I thought he gassed out, but I got confused with Johnny Fisher. That yeah, but that Moses Atuma. Yeah. He he does look he does look pretty good.
0: Yeah, he looks he's 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 very southpaw,
2: quick. skillful. Yep. Yeah um fast it he looks, looks 35 like 35 as well we'd we need to see him because obviously he's knocked everybody out in mm. one or two rounds yep so we need to see how he is tested tested after someone that's gonna stand there and take his take his shots because
1: yes. there's there is a lot of guys where you know i mean i guess even i know terry atlas has a bit of beef towards mike tyson because of stuff that happened outside the ring but um, he was like saying anytime he kind of got tested he not crumbled but like struggled right and if you think about it the Evander Holyfield fights uh, Lennox Lewis obviously mm-hmm. kind of boxed the head off of him back yeah. in the day as well and um, but at the same time like
2: to be to be fair Tyson though after I think it was Castamotto that yeah um, away kept and... him uh, in check yep. essentially and after that obviously that's when all those losses started happening
1: yeah, and then there was uh, obviously he went to, like prison in between that yeah. as well. And Mike Tyson coming out of the prison, uh, out of prison, like the shape that he's in. It's scary as a motherfucker. Peter McNeely or something, the first guy that he fought. Yeah. by. Oh, yeah. and he was like all like, oh, you know, Tyson can't do anything to me. And then the next day, he looks like a literal like man of iron, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um Joshua Wilder. Now that is a fight that they're trying to line up, or the last that I heard on the same card as the Fury one. Yeah, That's the one that they've I heard said. That, yeah. We've had a couple of different opinions that would be on this a one. Huge card mm-hmm. if that was them two fights. Yeah. so that, that I mean that's what the 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 Middle East just want to do everything as as they're, big as they can. They're obviously
2: right. marketing it to then Joshua and Fury both win their fights. Yeah. And make
1: the the undisputed British. Yeah. You know. Do you know I thing that was becoming
0: a theme recently, especially with the UFC and a bit of boxing? It's like they've got to have two headline fights now. They can't just have one headline fight. I think, well,
1: one thing that, because like, I'm I'm a fan of both sports, right, and I think one thing that, like, MMA shows do better than boxing shows is they have a lot of continuity to the show, mm. whereas, like, boxing, there can be a fight, an hour of, like, pundits discussing things, then another fight, and it's very, like, stop-start, yeah. and it kind of yeah. feels like a drag to wait to the main event, especially if you're staying up to half-past dark in the morning to, like, watch an American one. Or, the, thing,
2: or, the thing about, especially, well, last night, that show was packed Yeah, mm-hmm. from the minute, from the opening fight, it might have even been before that. But when it went live at seven o'clock, that show was that packed. Was with the the rafters. House. I mean, that doesn't happen in boxing no. or UFC. It's all the stadiums or are, arenas are normally like empty, and it's only the last fight is when they're like full.
1: Well, I mean, I kind of had a bit not an not an argument, but I had a bit a debate with the guy because he was like, "It's a joke. They've put this on uh, pay per view." I understand it, right? But I was like pay per view's never really been determined by skill level, is it? It's no. been no. turned by interest in an event. Yeah. CM um, Punk. Well exactly right. You know. Um but I think it said that it broke the British pay per view record, which I believe was held by I think it was Anthony Joshua Joseph Parker, which did one point five million. So that's like serious numbers, you yeah. know what I mean? Like um so of course they're gonna cash in on that. Mm. You know, that's how like the models always work, that's how uh people get paid. Um uh, so uh, Joshua Wilder, how kind of your gut instinct? Because we've had a few kind of takes. Rats said that he thought Joshua didn't look impressive in the Helleneus fight, so he thinks he's going to be too timid to kind of beat Wilder. But Fraser, you know, brought up a good point. Joshua's an Olympian gold medalist himself, right? Can, uh, can can box? I know he's kind of ever since that Klitschko fight where he just had to kind of get in that dog yeah, fight. It seems gun-shy. like something's off. He's, there, yeah, you know? he's
2: just—he looks like he's—he's he's lost the the.
1: Kind of killer instinct, yeah, because yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. I remember like the early years of his career, like I think like Brazil and Molina and that, he was just running yeah, through he would, guys, he would,
2: he would just go through and he, he wasn't scared because there was nothing coming back, yeah. And then, um, yeah,
1: Klitschko landed the Dr. Steel hammer on him and then <laughs> he was like, Hmm, don't want to be hit with too many <laughs> if, of them. If, again. if
2: that was a few years earlier, yeah,
1: then done, but, yeah, even like him going down when he went because Klitschko followed up with a left hook that yeah. just kind of went over his yeah. head. That's like one of the best heavyweight fights I've seen. Though we've actually have been treated to like quite a few kind of back and forths, so like Tyson Fury and Wilder number three. That was amazing as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I both
2: would... Dylan White Chisora fights. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Or... What, what do you think about Chisora? Do you think are you of the opinion that he should stop, or yeah, do you think he? he, should... he
2: yeah, he, he needs to. It's he's had a brilliant career, but. Yeah. He's
0: not run. getting
2: any younger. He had a long run.
0: Yeah, very long run.
2: Um, I think he first fought his first time he fought for a title was Vitali Klitschko, and that was like 2011. Yeah, because yeah.
1: he. I mean, he's always been a wild man, but that was like. He was getting suspended after every fight, right? Because I think he, he spit, he spit water in Vladimir's face, and he slapped Vitali. And he, I think yeah. actually after the fight, that was the famous. Um, this David, is so, David David Hay. bro, who ended up becoming his manager. Which I remember hearing that for the first time. I was like, <laughs> wow, things have really changed. Because <laughs> like David Hay, like I think he bottled him or something. Because he was having like a bottle of. Yeah. Was,
2: I had a. I think it was a glass bottle of water yeah, in his they, hand, and he, sw- he swung a punch with the with the bottle in yeah. his hand. Yeah,
1: that was. And then they both got suspended and then like six months later they managed to they do it f- in like...
2: They f- aye, they fought, but it wasn't... It wasn't... Um, sanctioned. Sanctioned by the British box Boxing Board of Control.
1: Boxing and I, yeah. And I, uh, I remember Gisora shouting there. I was like, I'm going to shoot David Hay. And I'm like, this is... So when they like, started working together, it was like, what has got D- on David
0: here? David Hay, but Tony Bellew was my favourite rivalry. That, that that got fucking deep. Like, the, them two fucking Hayes. Yeah, H- when... Or, I
2: think it was once... once Bellew knocked out B.J. Flores, and mm. then he, after the fight he, just went he called out that yeah. bitch from Bermondsey. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember that. <laughs> like,
1: the first fight I always think of when it comes to David Hayes, the Valiwev fight, right? Because yeah. Valiwev was what, like some ridiculous, 6'9", like he was...
2: I think he was over 7 foot. Yeah.
1: And he was nearly like 45-0
0: at that point, Valiwev. I have.
2: think
0: he'd... He'd just been fighting absolute cans in Germany for, he for fought, years.
2: He fought Evander Holyfield. Oh, yes. Yeah, because I think of, it was, right? a, dr- was that a draw. I think it yeah, was a draw because Evander oh, went know. on
1: till he was like 52, I think it's insane,
0: something like
2: that. Yeah,
1: wait, S- 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 Roy Jones Jr. Did man. he not fight Vitor Belfort recently? Oh my sure. god! I think, I, I'm pretty sure Evander Holyfield, <laughs> send a link
0: to that, please. No, oh my god,
1: Vitor, because Vitor's like there's no drug testing in these things, so he was like way back. TRT, and like was it Holyfield? I'm pretty sure it well, Let me
2: know, uh, think it was Holyfield. <laughs> it
1: was some someone that had just, um, <laughs> that's a good.
0: Who, um, I'll go through it yeah a couple search
2: of, it because I, I remember that I remember the fight happening um, and I was like hmm. Vander I'll
0: throw out a couple of names to you uh, smarty definitely not a fan of Holyfield um, can't be
2: I'll get your
1: opinions on them Bidvol
2: oh it was
1: it was Jack. <laughs>
2: Was it Holyfield? <laughs> Is it? Yeah.
1: Evander uh, Holyfield versus Vitor Belfort. Billed as no holds barred. Was in an ex- oh, exhibition God. boxing match between former undisputed heavyweight world champion and UFC light heavyweight champion Vitor Belfort. That went down September 2000, uh, 2021 in Miami, Florida. But I remember it. God damn it. Like Evander must be like late 50s at this point. Because he went until he was like 50 something in 2011. Jesus. A lot of those guys from the 90s went on like for ages. Roy Jones. Too long. Yeah. Um, Bernard Hopkins, he went out bad. Yeah. Like he gotten... well, not
2: to be fair to be fair Hopkins, he was unified world champion when he was forty nine years old. Yeah. Crazy. And then he got beat off of Kovalev. He didn't get battered off of Kovalev, but that at that time Kovalev was just a killer machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so but Kovalev just showed that he could box, outboxed him over um was it, well, twelve rounds, and then Hopkins fought Joe Smith Jr. And then got knocked out. Aye, and he hit
1: his head off the bell and everything. Mm-hmm. Jeez. And speaking of David Hay as well, does anyone remember when like Shannon Briggs wouldn't leave him alone? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Called him David yeah. Feathers. <laughs> yeah.
2: But since, since Shannon Briggs came on the scene, he was brilliant. For yeah. yeah. See that Let's Go Champ. Oh my yeah. God. Everyone yeah. does The it. best person Everyone ever. Everyone remembers mm. Let's Go Champ.
1: And he's like, loved the UK as well. Like, yeah, massively. And he fought, um, it wasn't Vladimir. I mean, he hounded Vladimir, right? I mean, there's like videos of he fought like
2: Vitali Klitschko, and
1: he fought him with like a broken arm for ten rounds or something but like he that. He's in crank.
3: He got <laughs> <was> film. Yeah, <laughs> he got
2: really beat up yeah. against Vitaly Klitschko. Vitali was just ruthless.
1: Yeah. Do you think if like I know Vitali retired, um, obviously before Vladimir? Did you think like he was like someone that was like? I could have absolutely annihilated Anthony Joshua that night, even at that age. Do you think that's posturing, or do you think because Vitaly and Vladimir did have a little bit of a oh, different the, style? Oh, the little argument after, yeah, it, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you look at Vitaly's record, and then his only losses—he had to pull out because of a shoulder injury mm-hmm. against, I think, it was Chris Bird. Yeah, and I think Chris Bird. And Lennox then, was a cut, was it? Yeah, the doctor stopped the fight, but he was ahead on all the scorecards and uh, going into that seventh round mm-hmm. and the doctor stopped it in the seventh cuz I mean the gas was yeah, massive. It was
1: bad. <laughs> That's the thing like I think is it just because of the the material the gloves that like cuts like that happen cuz it just seems to be a unique sport for like the type of cut it's not like ever a scratch is it? it's like Well the uh, the uh,
2: bone the bone on your eyebrow is really sharp mm-hmm. underneath so I mean if you get Aye, force. hit in the right in the right part then it splits over I'm supposed to be the same in like in mixed martial arts when you get hit with an, an elbow. elbow or something yeah. in the eye. like an elbow in the in the eye but um, what they do is boxers if they see the opponent's cut and then you can see you can, there's a Klitschko documentary and Emmanuel Stewart is explaining it at the time because he coached Lennox Lewis going in for that fight like when Lewis noticed that he was cut open instead of punching him or when he's in close he's using the laces of the gloves yes. and scuffing up past the cup which then makes it worse yeah then it's more inclined to get stopped
1: emmanuel sure so he was the head of cronk boxing gym cronk was he in, I yeah. sugar ray's dad i think he uh not sugar ray the the guy that trains tyson fury
2: is it sugar it's his uncle yeah sugar hill Stuart. sugar
1: hill there we go um yeah. i said that i had one about terence crawford so terence crawford has came out recently and says that he wants to fight canelo at a catch weight of i think it's 158 pounds
2: yeah let's do it
1: I want to see it like because the, like Fraser said it on uh when he came on about a month ago even if Crawford just goes the distance and like gets like beat pretty handily, right? What's
0: the guy that beat Canelo is a Bivol. Bivol.
2: Dimitri Bivol.
0: What about him versus Crawford? Uh,
1: I don't know because then well, I
2: think because but Bivol's a light heavyweight. Yeah. Canelo's kind of like Canelo's like, like, like a middleweight super middle, middleweight
1: and he can kind of go up on down right depends what he's eating Canelo, that league. Canelo <laughs> went
2: up <laughs> <laughs> the Canelo went up to light heavyweight because uh, he's dared dare to be great and he obviously he knocked Kovalev out at light heavyweight yeah. won the title and then when he's fought Bivol he wants to rematch Bivol but it has to be everyone has to be the same because if Bivol then boils himself down to 168 yeah, and Canelo wins then it's because he's cut, cut he's have to take a
0: leg off to get to that
2: but if Canelo then just goes back to Um, 175, and then beats him, then that just shows that he is the true fight. And then essentially Crawford's doing the same thing, because Canelo went from he first won titles at super welterweight, and then he went up to middleweight, super middleweight, light heavyweight, back down, undisputed at super middleweight. Um, then Crawford would be doing the same thing. Yeah, and like it's like he started as a lightweight. He Won his first title against Ricky Burns. Yeah, well, that was what Fraser said. He was Mm -hmm. like,
1: uh, Ricky went 12 rounds with Terence Crawford and Earl Spence couldn't. It's mad, it's (laughs) fucking mad. But like, I mean, it's unprecedented, right? Like, I can only really think of maybe like Amani Pacquiao, who came from like, was it like someone ridiculous, like 115 or something, up to uh, to 147.
2: 154.
0: Uh, 100, jeez. Rumble Johnson.
1: Aye, but like <laughs>
0: he died because of it. So he's not dead. Uh, yeah. he died because of it. He and the boy, he became a bodybuilder. Did he not? Went mm-hmm. fought everything from welterweight to heavyweight, and just
2: well, boxers. Roy Jones Jr. When started suppose, his career in yeah. middleweight, went up and fought and won um, world titles at every weight division bar cruiserweight, and then won a title at heavyweight. I uh, it was
1: a. Really and good, then went back then. James Tony, wasn't it? That's the guy that he beat for the title at heavyweight, wasn't
2: it? No. um
0: long till He's fighting it's the
2: guy Fury. David Hayes <laughs> fought him. The name the name gets away from me, but it's when Roy Jones does one of the best things he's he's done, he's he's goading him and then he winds his right hand up and then just pops on a jab and gets him on uh
0: Carlzagi fought Jones, isn't he? Kalzagi fought yeah. Jones, yeah.
1: yeah. And Hopkins as well, yeah. back to back.
0: Beating yeah. both as well.
1: Yeah, I know. And they both knocked <laughs> him down in the first round. And then, How
0: underrated is Joe Carl's yeah, huggy? like he's, yeah, no, he's, he's one of the most
1: underrated
2: fighters of all time. Um You're gonna have to search who that who um Jones fought at heavyweight because it's gonna annoy me. But jo- fight, Jones
0: yeah. at heavyweight.
2: Roy Jones, he fought and David Hay David Hay fought him in his for, once he beat Valuev, it was David Hay's first title defence. Uh, for his heavy John team. Ruiz, John Ruiz, that's it. Yeah, that's who. Like Jones fought him in at,
0: relation to Andy Ruiz. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Do you, would you give Crawford a realistic chance of beating Canelo if they did fight? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah.
2: if you look at what Canelo did, he went up and fought Kovalev at just the right time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kovalev was an absolute monster. Canelo is an absolute monster, and. Crawford coming up to middleweight, and if he beat Canelo, then it's it's,
1: yeah, hard argue wouldn't be. When you when you look at
2: when you look at the parallels in their careers and what they did, they've done relatively similar thing. They both Mm -hmm. went up weight divisions and won multiple world titles. Canelo is
1: like the the golden child of boxing, right? Like he has had a few. Helping hands, shall we say, in his time as well. It's the Gennady Golovkin decision, number great. one. The,
2: the no, the first one. I suppose, I, I suppose it is back to the subjectiveness yeah. of it.
1: And then the, I guess the the meat ended up being subjective as well. <laughs> oh yeah, the meat. Yeah.
2: just a little bit. Yeah.
1: I mean, I know that it is defi- It's obviously definitely in the meat there. Like, there's no doubt about that. But right, the, it, is, it is a thing. Um, but I, I think I've seen from like, was it, what? well, they were fighting for all the belts, but I can't remember what governing body went and tested them and then they found it and they were like, oh, it's, it's in the meat, come back tomorrow, it'll probably be out of the system. And then when they test them again, was it not like 10 times more was fine? So I don't know. <laughs> Um, as soon as I leave he's sticking a fucking needle in his ass like yeah but at the same time though, like <laughs> we were saying last time like Canelo's like a bit of a wonder really turned pro at 15 was knocking dudes out they were like 30 yeah. year olds at 15 and
0: uh, I Floyd. know I always go back to this but he just doesn't look like a fucking Mexican no he doesn't looks like a Scottish <laughs> so guy they,
2: they call him the Irish Mexican yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Canelo McGregor <laughs> um, so like just kind of going back onto your have you, have you got anything more for kind of current boxing before I go ah, back well, on to Smarty. Yeah yeah. Um, um no just kinda to
2: go back onto sell Smarty, so what what
0: can we see from Andrew Smart in the next 12 months?
2: Obviously we'll get rid <laughs> of this get this next fight out of the way <laughs> um and if that goes well then we fight the final in March um and just keep active. Ideally we'd like to get <laughs> back in Elgin. And you want that Robbie Graham fight back. Robbie Graham fight. <laughs> mm-hmm
1: Oh yeah, that was another one I had actually was um, last time you said about the sports center, and then Fraser uh, told us when he was on that they're just not interested. Yeah, I, I we, don't we, get the reasoning behind that. We
2: uh, so I went up to the sports center and spoke to the um, whoever was the manager, gave mm-hmm. them my an email, and they emailed me back said they weren't interested.
1: That's unbelievable. I, I, the only thing I could maybe Madness. think of it being is that it's an event, obviously, where like I guess alcohol served, so they might be thinking, but then uh, I I think
2: know, do they not serve? They've got their own kitchen. I've, I've never been. Oh, do they? Okay.
1: Things there, I'm pretty sure. i, I was a just restaurant in Speculating.
2: There. Yeah. yeah, they basically said they weren't interested, which... I mean, they like, when I first... I was at the gym with Fraser, and then he had a PT there at the time, and then we're speaking to him, and he took us down and showed us the hall, and they've got the bleacher seats that... There's, like, 250 per bleacher seats per bleacher pair of bleachers so like so it's
0: bigger than the town hall
2: oh yeah yeah well it's like it's a full sized well, it was indoor football pitch with yeah. multiple like so yeah the potential was
1: massive yeah it's insane and like i would imagine that demand would have been met as well do you know what i mean like i mean it's having seen like the. someone's clubs.
0: seriously missing a trick there
2: like there's a leisure center as well they've got the ice rink that ice rinks work mm-hmm. they've got bleachers mm-hmm. as well i think for for in there because we fought in inverness ice rinks Butter briggs it's a little bit small. You'd only get... because Well, that's where they hold the, the annual Elgin Boxing Club show. Mm-hmm. So that's a, one reason why we wouldn't do it there, because it would step, step on mean, the toes I of the I amateur mean, show. We're talking about on the pitch, like... Oh, right. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, right. Well, yeah. We'd have to obviously make sure it was a good day. Aye. <laughs> yeah, I, <'cause, laughs> middle of December. <laughs> yeah. This part of the world's
1: not exactly uh, reliable for um, good weather, but I still think, like... Well, you would, see
2: they did a show in hamilton football ground yeah a few years ago um and that was like right at the the seating and mm. they had a big big tent and everything. high over the ring yeah. in that
1: and like at, at the end of the day like for something such a mega event like you see people go to like the Murray festival and stuff the like stadium that
0: of light in sunderland does um boxing shows and they literally just put a ring up in one of the stands mm-hmm and It's like it's
1: pretty, it's, it's, it's quite a common practice, right? Like, I think Lee Selby was he in Leeds or something? He got Ellen Road, um,
2: Aye, that would have been Josh Warrant would not it? Josh yeah. Warrenton,
1: then he was fighting Lee Selby, and then Lee Wood was he not in Nottingham at one point as well? Like, so it's quite a common thing. It's like mm-hmm. obviously, if there's demand To well, Tony it,
2: Bellew versus um, like Goodison Park, yeah, yeah Goodison Park, is it
1: Macabu Was it
2: a younger yeah. yeah,
1: um, but yeah, like that, I know it
2: sounds The so, Hay hey, was it Tottenham. I totally stadium.
0: We, was, we just had a, was it a podcast tournament? last week. Oh, I think it might have
1: been, was it maybe West Ham? West Ham Park, yeah. But yeah, like that's like I know like people saying it's a, a local thing and that, but that is like something that could happen. It just needs to be yeah. forced to happen, right? With results and obviously demand for it and being able to fill the capacity. Because I've seen clips from like Elgin Town Hall and that, and it looked absolutely amazing, right? It looked just an amazing event to be a part of, yeah. whether a spectator or a participant, mm. right? But it did seem like very crowded and I'm sure there was people that never managed to get tickets that wanted to go and things yeah. of that nature so and obviously is the kind of you know I've kind of said this and what I've been enlightened to I guess from uh, doing stuff like this is like the combat sports area in this area is on absolute fire Do you know yeah. what I mean like it this is, is
2: did you see you see, like, like the SPG guys they're always down at Competitions and they're not just mm. there; they're winning. Yeah, they're taking everyone's. Everyone's winning medals.
0: She has just become the first guy for the UK to win Brazilian nationals in Brazil. um It's like fucking unheard of. Unheard With of, yeah. A, a wee guy from finthorn yeah, <laughs> good yeah. And Spanking all the Brazilians. Uh, yeah, forty nine kilo, good and Spanking all the Brazilians at their own sport. Like,
1: <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. Like. <laughs> and it's even with like the resources that you start up with out here because in like the cities like uh, you know Aberdeen m- maybe you've Inverness, always got more but even like Glasgow and that like there's probably a gym on every street corner right, in Glasgow
2: there's a boxing club on every on, in every street corner
1: yeah and like the amount of not just you know money probably people have put into things and stuff like that but especially like time you know guys even, like
2: even in Aberdeen there's not many clubs yeah like there's there's less now than there was when I started because there was there was a heap that have that have closed down for whatever reason so the minute there's Byron Boxing Club, Granite City, uh, Kingcorth, mm-hmm. they're Kings Wells. I think they're off the top of my head, they're the Kane, maybe. But they're it's it's over a big area. It's like Aberdeen Shire. Kind of yeah, there used to Glasgow, be a boxing
0: club in Lossie Wine when I grew that up. That was Elgin there? Boxing Club. Yeah. That
2: was when that was where they. I don't know if it was where they started, but
0: and it used to be
2: when I Billy... started at when I started at Elgin. It was in Tyack Industrial Estate beside Elgin Truck and Van at the time, and it was a shared building with Kaizen Kickboxing Club.
0: It was Billy Henderson, I think, used to run the boxing club in Elgin.
2: Yeah, it would have been Donald. Cam- Donald Campbell's always run it. He, m- uh, he might have been involved. W- but w- one been, of the coaches, have yeah, been Donald Campbell. That
1: is he still yeah. reffing as well? Because Yeah, really he's,
2: yeah. <laughs> he's about 90, 95. He's in inevitable, 90. isn't he? <laughs> but um, yeah, but he's he's still involved in a pretty big mm-hmm. way. He's always at boxing shows. Yeah. Right, because a- reffing, judging. Like I've seen photos
1: on the the club's page of him. Like obviously he was a fighter and um, back in the day. But I suppose like he's probably one of those people. Like if boxing got taken away from, they just wouldn't know what to do with himself, right? Some people. I think it's admirable that people like because a lot of people are like I can't wait till I retire and it's yeah that's like a sign of someone doing something that they don't actually to like. Dedication, you know? yeah. Um. So you know we're at an hour and ten minutes now, so we'll wrap up mm-hmm. in the next couple of minutes. I know it goes quickly. Yeah. Um. <laughs> we do have a a couple of questions. Um, we usually have two for every guest we've got yeah. to re- remember to do that before we do the whole corporate stuff that um, we've got to get into stop the,
3: f- I, the I ain't helping you with no well, corporate well, stuff there's, there's <laughs> a new podcast called like the football notepads <laughs> or something like you know um,
0: I'll, I'll leave a link in the description <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah i guess like one that we never got to ask last time is who in your mind and i obviously it's a subjective thing right who do you think's the best boxer of all time
2: um, I don't know there's so there's so there's many so many yeah uh, you can't like yeah, like I'd have to get back to you on that well maybe the next time yeah
1: Well, we'll have the say so the goat,
2: yeah, it's mm-hmm. like everyone said muhammad ali, so that would be my that would be my go to question, but yeah. really i I don't know.
1: I think Fraser made a good point in saying that it was Mayweather, not just because obviously he was undefeated in that, but he also seems like the one that got out like the best health, like yeah, and you know I, I don't I don't want to be like mean to the guy or anything, but I think he got to see like have you ever seen like his his father speaking stuff like that Mayweather's dad? I think he kind of got to see what would happen when, if, if he, he didn't, didn't look after yeah, his health yeah. in the sport. So I and mean, obviously like he's still fighting now. He's robbing absolute banks, fighting like <laughs> exactly. shopkeepers on Sundays and <laughs> exactly. stuff. But um, I would have probably, and I, I keep saying this, but I was part of the first boxing match that I, well, one of the first that I ever watched was Ricky Hatton, Floyd Mayweather. That mm-hmm. was like, and I, I was kind of surrounded by people and part of the delusion, like, Ricky's going to beat him, right? <laughs> and ever since then, I wanted Mayweather to lose every fight. But he was a genius because he realized being the villain made him way more financial gain than wanting to be, you know. Well, he, said, he
2: said, you pay to see me win, you pay to see, see, me, see me lose. At the end yeah. of the day, you're, you're all still paying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
0: true, man. So true, but um, like,
2: there's been a few. Well, basically, anyone that has went to fight Mayweather that has been a fan favorite every time. It's been, oh yeah, he's the one. He's yeah, gonna. I know. Like Victor Ortiz was the was one of the guys at the time, and then he ended up sticking a head in him aye, and then getting flattened yeah. for his trouble.
1: And then every like, even then, like people that hated Mayweather that much that they were like, oh, that's a cheap shot. And I'm like, you know, just see him get Billy go in the corner. Like, <laughs> it's not like there's any love lost. There. It doesn't
2: matter if it's a cheap shot. It was a cheap shot. That's fair enough, but. You protect yourself, yourself at all, all times. times. yeah. And the referee said box. Mm-hmm. So morally, yeah. it was a pretty shitty thing to do. But legally, it was absolutely fine. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> the referee says box. Yeah. If he's not
1: got his hands up, then... It's his responsibility to have his hands up. Yeah, totally. Um, what's the best fight you've ever seen?
2: Austin, that's tough one. I know. What's all these fucking tough questions? Here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we asked the big questions. We've upgraded since I really, the last time. So. I
2: really liked... Joshua Klitschko. Yeah,
1: that was a really good one.
2: Um, obviously, I watch a lot of old stuff as well. The Gatty Ward fights. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, 90s boxing was just like a golden era,
0: really, See, wasn't next it?
2: next time, send me the questions you. Yeah, we're a media company in, now. So I can have a, an
0: answer. <laughs> I've, I've got an easier one for you. In 10 years' time... When Mac Murray Fute Music Festival is organising boxing fights, and they offer you <laughs> ten grand to fight Aidan Stephen in a boxing match, will you take it?
2: I'd do it for five. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just heard Mac Dude, Murray. I'd do it for free. Phone <laughs> like, right now. <laughs>
0: phone him right now. All right. Okay. That's well, I guess fine. we have a
2: preview clip.
1: But, yeah, um, we do. <laughs> I just heard Mac Murray. There I was a. Like, Where are you going? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know. I was thinking that. Because
1: like, um, that's
0: what it seems to be. It's like you can just throw in someone in sports name with someone else in sports his name if they've got some sort of association with each other fuck it like let's let's make them fight and that's what seems to be the way now so it's
1: not out of the question but you must have like sp- sp- the, cro- of-
2: the crossover thing like compare, comparing boxing and mixed martial arts it's like comparing football and rugby yeah, yeah. yeah you, you just you no play comparison. them both for the ball yep. yeah there are some similarities but it's two totally different I suppose yeah.
1: you've probably sparred with Aiden though, because he was involved with the boxing club for a, he, a bit yeah, back in Yeah, he was.
3: Day,
2: he? He, he, we used to spar. We used to spar a lot. I think the last time, I've not sparred him in about five years. last time was at the, was down at SPG.
3: It mm-hmm.
1: was at um, on his like his more home. Was it just boxing or was there like anything no, else? No, it was involved? just boxing.
0: Okay, okay. And uh, I couldn't sorry, I couldn't interrupt you. My question I didn't get to ask you last time is I think last time you came on, you just not long had a. Parent, mm. so i would yeah, she'd,
2: she'd have been five or six months old I think, I think yeah
0: would you ever push your own children into boxing
2: i don't think she'll well i mean she she sees my boxing bag and she walks about going bop 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 she tries <laughs> to like
0: if she did show an interest at maybe nine or ten years old would you would you encourage it or discourage
2: it only yeah. if, she, if she wanted to do it yeah. Then yeah, I'd give her all the back, but I would, I would never like force her. Force her, her in, yeah. I would let her go, and as soon as he started getting like getting fed up or saying I, I don't really want to do this, then that's fair enough.
1: Yeah. What were your parents like when you, not just when you like started going to the club, but when you told them, oh, I want actually take this further, amateurs, pros, and that? Were they ever kind of well? Oh, I was sure never, I was
2: never let my the, only, the reason I got into boxing. I don't know if you ever heard a governor tax. Yeah, you mentioned that. Last yeah, time so I, he, Jamie, his son wanted to go to boxing, but he didn't even want to go by himself, so. He asked me to go, and I went home and begged my mum to let me go. <laughs> yeah. And then she eventually let me go. And then I stuck at it.
0: Yeah, did it's the, weird the, how these things happen. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like
1: it's all like it's all like split second decisions and stuff yeah, like that that cause like. And then the next thing amends. I know, like
2: I'm um, like training, and then like it was it was Ratch. Even then, he was like, "Oh, do you want to come and do some? Do did some pads with them?" And they said oh, well, maybe you want to try a sparring. And then there, the number one guy at Elgin at the time, the the only guy they had was Ginge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I did some some sparring with him. And then they were obviously quite happy with that, how it went. And then next thing I know, I'm getting a fight. And then um, my first fight was an exhibition. And then I had another fight. And then I went to the Novice Championships, won that. A couple more fights. Did the Novice again, won it again. Um, It seems so long ago now. It was like 15 years
1: Time flies when you're having fun, I suppose. Um, So, last question each?
0: Yeah, you go yours first, because yours is a bit more doer than mine. (laughs) It's not doer, it's it's thought provoking. It's thought provoking, there we go, Um, I like that word.
1: uh, So we we try to ask a question to each and every guest, and it's just like a simple one end of the spectrum to the other end, so mine is always, what's one thing that you overthink the most?
0: This question.
2: (laughs) Well, it is now, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> overthink um probably like well, is this just boxing or just anything in your life mate being like i don't know being prepared
1: mm. like thinking that you've have you done enough that's a great answer yeah, yeah. that's an absolutely great answer. i always
2: think have i have i done enough like even even in, in work as well yeah it's like um have I got enough like staff in this day, or are, are there enough carts fixed? Do we have enough spares? Like, constantly thinking, and like, especially when you're walking to the ring, that's the time when it everything goes in your head. Like, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. have I done enough like road work this time, or did I did I do it right? Did I do it?
1: What could I have done more? Yeah. You know? yeah, that's a good one though. And
2: that's but then like- that, and spend like I'll take it back to the fight. In that last fight, I don't think I could have done much more. Like obviously getting stopped in the first round. There's nothing that I could have done in training to account for that. Oh, that exactly, yeah. It just, as you see the footage, I went to throw a left hook he, at exactly the t- yeah. same time he throws the overhand right and my left hand's down my arse and the E just catches me clean.
1: Yeah, and that's just... Just Boxing. a game sometimes in it, you know? Um Boxing. But that's a, that's a really good answer because like a lot of what we get is like everything. I think Bradley said his hairline, which I found the only one I can relate to that. But um, <laughs> like I think... The reason that I kind of ask that is, we don't really talk about these things a lot of the time. Right? I don't think we're taught to talk mm. about these things. It's just kind of just like distorted thinking that we hold within ourselves a lot of the time. Mm. Of, and I think if people actually kind of spoke about those things more, they would realise everyone else overthinks. does that as well, right? Everyone so overthinks.
0: My question, Smarty, is, is: What's the one thing that makes you the happiest? If all else goes out the window, what's the one thing you're left with that makes you happy?
2: Well, it's got to be my it's got to be my family. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. because like you come home after a day at work and then I come into my family like Kirsten and Nova. Um, fair enough, she doesn't really like me at the minute. She runs away. Um, <laughs> she goes, "No, Daddy," that's her favorite thing to say now. <laughs> she cloaks at me and swipes at me, but still, it doesn't. Yeah. It's, makes yeah. It makes
1: everything worthwhile, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Does, mate. Yeah, I can. I, I can. Got on board with that yeah thank you very much for coming back on mm-hmm. all the best december 2nd so yeah, the semi-final yeah. um
0: there will be a trilogy podcast there will be a trilogy <laughs>
1: <laughs> um and i will send you the questions in advance next time because we're obviously a professional media company now but um yeah
0: uh yeah just uh, do you want me to do your little thing for you ryan oh i'm not bitter this dude's, this dude's <laughs> ego needs checked, but um <laughs>
1: uh I just want to like, say obviously like, the luck you've had in the last couple of years with the fights and that. I, just, I hope, I don't think anyone deserves it more mm. getting the opportunity and getting the belt and stuff like that than you and um, I remember the the last time you were in here it was like next time we'll be on here I'll bring the Scottish title so we'll still hold you to that yeah, when you so, come on the yeah. third time so uh, do, you, do you want to do the corporate stuff? I will mate Okay will. go yeah. for it, why not? Give me a okay. night off
0: um, If you did enjoy this episode um, please leave us a little review um, a little follow well, check us out on Facebook as well. Um, we're not on Twitter, now, are we, Ryan?
1: No, no, or Thanks. Instagram or anything I, like I, that. I, I try and I was trying to do that, and then yeah. I realized I'm spending so much time on something that really doesn't matter. <laughs> but I
0: also go and check out the Lighthouse Podcast Studio website as well. Um, it's really professionally done. Who was the um people who'd done your website? Want to give them a sh- Oh, wee shout? uh,
1: digital rights
0: look at it, it's just an awesome awesome website um but please leave a review a five-star review because ryan is falling behind in the reviews for the podcast wars right now oh, wow. um yeah, yeah at least we're
1: still positive yeah we're uh, so i'd yeah. say we're the, the most positive podcast podcast in town.
0: well i i've been getting my reviews at work by refusing to do work until people review my podcast oh, right so you've been <laughs> using coercion of course oh, I that have. makes sense <laughs> anyway
1: uh episode 100 out next week um prepare for the chaos oh, of Christ. that there's there's yeah. people getting prank called and thinking we're mfr and naming crisp flavors and all sorts of shit so there's um some weird stories
3: on there until well. then
1: we'll see you.